Alrighty, we are still in Perek Dalad, in chapter 4 of Shara Betochen from Chavis Lovavis. And we left off discussing the Betochen that one must have when it comes to spiritual matters. Um, or, to be more precise, matters of this world for the sake of the next world. So you remember, we spoke about a few categories already. We spoke about matters of this world for this world, meaning your personal health. We spoke about parnosa. Then we spoke about interpersonal relationships. Now we're on the fourth category. Out of seven categories uh, that basically cover the, the gamut of life experience, of the things that people go through in life. Um, and we're talking about the chavis halavovis ve'evodim the emotional and behavioral obligations that one has toward Hashem. Basically, religious obligations that don't affect anyone else. Remember we said like fasting or keeping Shabbos or prayer. These are things that are your personal religious obligations. And we spoke about what kind of bitochen you should have in this category. And if you remember, it was pretty different than what we've been saying before, because, and here, here's, you know, if I could just sum up last lesson very succinctly, everything is in the hands of heaven except for one's awe of heaven. So the way God is running the world, none of my business, not my control. The way I'm reacting to it and making decisions, choices as a, as a, as a human being with free will who can choose wrong from right, completely under my control. That is my business. So I can't really have bitochen that, oh, I'll, you know, if Hashem wants me to be a mensch, I'll be a mensch. No, no, no. You have, to, you have to make that choice. You have to be a mensch, and you have to discharge your obligations. Okay? So we're still talking about this. And um, let's go inside the text where we left off, where Rabbeinu B'chayi is going to now contrast religious matters with secular matters. Okay. Ve'ha'hefre she'beina ve'des ha'beide u'shor ma'isa ha'elam be'inyin ha'batach ha'belekim yisbarech The difference between service of Hashem, on one hand, and other things, secular things, mundane things, in regards to the trust in God that one must have. Here it is. What is the distinction? In secular matters, it has not been revealed to us which means are better or worse than other means. And we don't know which ones are harmful or not harmful. Because we do not know which profession, this is for example, which profession is best for us and more worthwhile for securing livelihood and health and general well-being. And we also don't know 
which business venture or which journey or which worldly pursuit will succeed when we, when we try it. We don't know. How are we supposed to know any of these things? And therefore it makes sense that we have to rely on Hashem when making a choice and implementing it. We have to trust in Hashem that this will be for our good. We must apply ourselves diligently to our work and beseech Him to stir our hearts to choose what is good and proper for us. Okay, so that is talking about secular matters. Because we don't know what's the right business and what's the right trip to take and what's the right uh, you know appointment to show up for and we don't know how how we're supposed to know these things so we really have to rely heavily on on Hashem's uh, providence you know should uh, should I go should I go call on this customer or call on that customer we don't know we really don't know you know about the uh, the yid back in Rusland, back in Soviet Russia. He was uh, walking home one night, and the KGB came over, and they stopped him, and they asked him, Comrade, where are you going? Well, he didn't want them to follow him home, so he says, I don't know. And they said, Comrade, that's not an answer. You're out in the street. You're walking somewhere. Where are you going? He says, I don't know. They say, one more chance. Where are you going? He says, I don't know. That's it. You're arrested. They bring him down to the station, and there was a commander there. The commander says, Comrade, this is not okay. My officer asked you three times, where are you going? And you tell him some smart answer, I don't know. He says, Commander, I only told him the truth. He asked me, where am I going? I thought I was going home. I ended up here at the KGB station. Obviously. I didn't know. Okay. Anyway, where are we going? Where should we go? Where are we supposed to go? We don't know. We don't know. So when it comes to secular things, like we rely so much on Hashem. Okay. Now, let's contrast that. But the service of the Creator is not like that. It's different. Because we've already been informed of the right course to take. And we were commanded to choose it. And we were given the ability to do so. This is a very important point, by the way. The Rebbe says this a lot. That a tzivoy, a commandment of Torah, is a nesinas kayach, is a granting of strength. That because Hashem only requests what is our ability, there's also there's a, like a reverse engineering as well, where the effect becomes the cause. He, he, only re- he only asks of us what we're capable of doing. Therefore, if He asks us to do it, that makes us capable of doing it. So, 
When it comes to um, secular things, mundane things, I don't know. I mean, not like I know which business I should do or which meeting I should show up for. I don't know if I was given an Asinas Kayach to succeed at this, uh, this deal or at that deal. So I'm in the dark. I don't know. But when it comes to the right path in life, what's moral? I mean, there's a, it's pretty clear. And like I said in the last lesson, if you don't have enough clarity about what you need to do as a Jew, there's a book called Kitzer Shulchan Aruch. Trust me, you spend 15 minutes learning, open any page Kitzer Shulchan Aruch and spend 15 minutes and you'll have plenty of things to do. Okay. The point is that when it comes to religious matters, we know what we're supposed to do. And we were told to choose what we're supposed to do. And we were given a yecholis, we were given the power to carry it out. So therefore, therefore, let's continue. Ve'im nischanine lov bebechirasa if we pray to him about the choice we should make and trust in him to show us what's good for us, we say, oh, Hashem, please reveal to me the right way to live. I said last week, I'll say the same joke because I said it I said it very quickly. What are you, the king from the Kuzari? <laughs> Remember the king from the Kuzari? It was like, oh, I want to know what's the right way to live. And he spoke to the Christian and to the Muslim, and then eventually spoke to the, to the, to the Jew, to the rabbi. Right? He spoke to the philosopher also. Remember that? He spoke to the philosopher. What are you, the king from the Kuzari? You know the right way to live. And again, like I told you, if you're not sure, go open up this book called Kitzah Shulchan Aruch, and you'll have plenty of things to keep you busy. Okay, so it's ridiculous. Oh, Hashem, show me the right way to live. When it comes to secular things, yeah, because who knows what a person's supposed to be doing. But when it comes to morality, we know exactly what we're supposed to be doing. So if he'll ask Hashem, oh, grant me that knowledge. By the way, I, I, I want to just mention something here. Um, people probably notice I like drop in like recovery references a lot here. I think it's, uh, I don't know if I do it because the recovery references are helpful for people to understand the Jewish concepts or if I do it for the recovery crowd who watches this stuff and likes the inside references. But there's, um, there's a step the, uh, the 11th step, which is uh, improved our, um, sought to improve our conscious contact with God through prayer and meditation, praying only for the knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry it out. So um, without getting into a whole discussion of you know, why is the prayer there only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry it out, but um, when I've discussed this step with Jews, I always point out that knowledge of his will for us is talking about the stuff that, like Rabbeinu Bechai is talking about here, I don't know which business I should go into, I don't know which meeting I should show up for, you know, I don't know which train to take, I don't know, you know which pair of shoes to buy, that kind of stuff, okay, I need guidance. But you know, whether I should get up and put on tefillin, 
Okay, I pretty much, look, my first hour or two of the day are pretty much spoken for, because I'm going to get up, I'm going to say Meida Ani, I'm going to watch Negel Vasser, I'm going to say Brachas, I'm going to learn something, I'm going to daven, okay. Like, I don't really need to go pray for knowledge of God's will for me, or even the power to carry it out, because, like I said before, a mitzvah is a nesinas koyach, it is empowerment. That stuff's pretty much taken care of. Okay. So if someone's going to treat spiritual things like material things, and he's like, oh, Hashem, please guide me. I'm so in the dark. I don't know how to live my life. The Ben Abichayah says, uh, if he does that, we will be making a mistake and we'll be actually fools in our betochen. That's, that's a strong expression. We will be foolish in our betochen because it's misplaced. Because we were already informed of the path of service, paths of service that will help us in this world and in the next. Like it says, Hashem commanded us to observe all these statutes, to revere Hashem our God for our own good always. So we know exactly what's good for us when it comes to our uh, moral obligations. And it says about the reward in the world to come, it will be to our credit if we are careful to observe, to observe Hashem's commandments. All right. And now, Rabbeinu Bechai is going to continue to contrast the kind of bitachin we need to have in spiritual matters with the kind of bitachin that we need to have in material matters. Another difference, the aid, and furthermore, another difference. That in secular matters, commendable means may become reprehensible, and reprehensible means may become commendable. There may be a way of making a living, or, let me add, even seeking healing. Yeah? Conventional wisdom about healing changes all the time. All the time. Um, You know, we just had a CMA Rambam. The Rambam mentions a whole bunch of stuff that um, doesn't apply today. But he wrote based on the science of his time. And if you would have gone to the Rambam at that time, that would have been the way to make a vessel for for healing, is to listen to the Rambam. Not because he was a rabbi, but because he was a doctor. But in our day and age, there's different medical advice. This stuff changes. And in one generation, or forget about one generation, one year they say this, another year they say that. And uh, so too with any, anything secular, anything worldly, things change. They're constantly in flux. So uh, there's no real reliability to say, well, this thing is always a good thing. You know, this is a, always a good way to be, you know. Like, I don't know, the Aves, our patriarchs were all shepherds. I don't know, does that mean that we should all be shepherds? 
Okay, I mean, that went out of style, right? So, I'm just trying to think of an example. Anyway, and not just on a historical uh, scale, even on a, on a like, uh, on a, the, the, the one person's lifetime, you know, it could be that there was a period of my life where a certain way of making a living made sense for me, or a certain way of taking care of my health made sense for me. And then in another time in my life, it doesn't make sense anymore. In fact, it would be very foolish to do it that way, right? So these things are constantly in flux. They're constantly changing. However, service of Hashem and the opposite of service, transgression. Transgression. Einam Cain are not so. mayhem. Whatever is commendable or reprehensible in that category, meaning in spiritual matters, it never changes. Why? Because Teda is eternal. Teda is eternal. So you, you don't say that, you know, it was all well and good for you know, people a generation ago to do mitzvahs and learn Teda. Put on tefillin, keep Shabbos, kashas. But today, there's different ways of connecting to Hashem. Chas <laughs> These things never change. Never change. Right is right. It's eternal. But when it comes to secular things, they change all the time. You have to be ready to, to just to roll with the times because there's no rule that something that was uh, commendable can't become reprehensible and something that was reprehensible can't become commendable. Okay. However, where is it proper to have bitachin in Hashem regarding spiritual religious matters? It's about finishing the act, getting it done. After you've already made the choice with a full heart, and you've committed to it, and you are really exerting effort with all sincerity, and with a pure intention for the sake of his great name. Okay, so all that stuff, you, you shouldn't rely upon Hashem to make the choice and to do, do it sincerely and wholeheartedly and to put in your effort. All that stuff, don't rely on Hashem, rely on yourself. Okay, but after you've done all that and relied on yourself, well, the results, actually finishing the job and getting the thing accomplished, that you're going to have to rely on Hashem for. So this is what he says. And regarding this, not only you should rely on him, but it's our duty to implore him to help us and to guide us. Like it says, Guide me in your truth and teach me. Also in Tehillim, it says, Guide me in the path of your mitzvahs. That's from Kofi from the Rebbe's Kapitel this year. And it says, At the same time, he points out, I have chosen the way of faith. Also from Kofi And it says, I cling to your testimonies, Hashem, do not humiliate me. 
the Amr, it says, also, Do not utterly remove the word of truth from my mouth because I have put my hope in your laws. In other words, what do we see here is that David is saying that I've chosen this, right? He says that I've chosen the way of faith and I'm clinging to your way. Now, help me out. Help me to be successful. So it's a partnership. It really is a partnership. I've got to choose the right thing. I've got to commit to it. I've got to put, full, put forth full effort to it. But at the same time, I don't control the world. I don't control outcomes. So I need to ask Hashem, Hashem, please help me. This is where I need Hashem's help to help me carry out to completion any of these religious duties. So Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar points out, all of these verses we just quoted from Tehillim, Raya are proofs. That David had already chosen. That's the key point here. He had already chosen to serve Hashem. But he davened for two things. Okay? He didn't say, oh Hashem, show me what to choose. No, no, no. He already chose. Because like I said, open up a Kitzah Shulchan Aruch and you'll know exactly what to choose. Okay, he already chose. And not, not only did he choose, he put forth effort. But now he's asking for divine help with two things. Two things. Echad mehem, one of them. He's davening that Hashem unify his heart and strengthen his choice in his service by removing worldly distractions from his heart and sight. Like it says, Designate my heart to, uh, you know, singularly focus my heart on fear of your name. Also, Open up my eyes so I may see the wonders of your Torah. You need help for that. You can be looking at Torah and not see the wonders. You need Hashem to open your eyes. Whether you look in the right place, that's up to you. But once you're looking in the right place to be able to see, you need Hashem's help to be able to see. Looking is one thing. Seeing is another. So you can choose where to look. You have to choose where to look. But to be able to see, for that you need a special schus. So we, we daven for that schus. <sighs> or conversely, avert my eyes from seeing vanities. That's also from Kufiud Tess. Hat libi el eid veisecha, incline my heart to your teachings. That's also from Kufiyates. Vadeim lehem, and similar verses to that. So the first thing is you say, Hashem, listen, I'm, I've chosen the right thing already. I've already chosen the right thing, and I'm committed to doing it. But now, how about this? How about you help me to stay focused on the right things, to see the right path, and not to be distracted by the wrong stuff. Now, someone who hasn't made the choice to do the right thing, and he's asking Hashem, basically, take away my free choice and make the choices for me. No, Hashem's not going to do that. But if you say, I've made the choices, the right choice, and I'm committed, and now I'm asking for help to keep me focused on the right track, not only is that okay, that's a very good thing to daven for. Okay, and we, but we said there's two things that you can daven for. In, in spiritual matters. What's the second thing? Vahasheni, and the second thing, lechazek evorav al hashlamas hamaisim bavedose, to strengthen his limbs on completing the act of service. 
The first one was more emotional and mental, right? Singularly focus my heart. Keep me focused, keep my eyes focused on good. Keep, avert my eyes from seeing bad. That's all mental and emotional. Here is more physical, practical. This is also Kuvyotas, it says, guide me in the path of your commandments. Meaning, once I've chosen the right thing, make it easy for me to actually carry that out. Sustain me that I may be saved. And there are many passages like this. And later on, I'll explain what's detrimental to this group. And also what is good for getting it done. And what is the right path to take in it. God willing. What are we saying here? When it comes to matters that are purely material, secular, mundane, like we're talking about the first three categories, you really need to rely on Hashem because we don't have control over any of that stuff. But when we come to the fourth category, matters of this world for the sake of the next world, meaning it's physical stuff, doing a mitzvah is a physical action. You know, the 613 mitzvahs are actions, but it's a spiritual thing. So we need Hashem's help for the physical part of it, but not for the spiritual part of it. (laughs) For the physical part of it, meaning getting it done and staying on track and staying focused and being strong enough to carry it out, that we ask for help. But the spiritual part of it, the choice and the commitment and uh, the willingness, that's got to come from us. Now, obviously, Hashem could have made the world in such a way where that didn't come from us. Um, but that's sort of, <laughs> without getting into the whole story of the Chet Eitz the sin of the tree of knowledge, but let's just say that that's, uh, that's not how it worked out. And uh, in the end, goodness has to be goodness that comes from us through our, through our choosing. All right, so we'll continue Mitzvah Shem tomorrow night.